How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Smith, and today we are jumping into how to crack the code and identify the best companies for you when you're job searching. So finding a company that aligns with your career intentions, your core and lifestyle values, and your work style is a critical piece of heart-based career planning. So in this episode, I will talk you through why this approach is effective and then get into eight or so tips and strategies to help you identify ideal companies. Of course, I'll sprinkle in some examples to help put it into context for you. And then I'm going to share a bunch of different tools that can help you. So let's start with why this approach is effective. First and foremost, knowing what you're looking for is half the battle when you enter the job search process, whether you're making a company change, a role change, an industry change, a location change, whatever it is, I don't want you out there spinning your wheels. When you have focus and intention with your planning, the entire process is much more effective. So we want to make sure that you've taken some time to think through your career goals. So what are you looking for in a company? Consider the company size, the industry, the location, the work culture. What is going to fit for you in this season of your career? So knowing that is a big piece of this work. Another reason this approach is effective is that it's a proactive way to plan your next best career move and enhance your overall fulfillment. So working for a company that's aligned with you and your strengths and how you want to contribute often means better opportunities for professional growth, development, and fulfillment. It also is going to save you a lot of time and effort. So focusing on companies versus doom scrolling the big job boards and spending so much time reactively applying to whatever comes into your feed is not a good use of time. So focusing on companies is going to save you that time and effort. Now, the other thing that happens here is not focusing on ideal companies. And when you do get into that doom scrolling and applying to whatever comes your way, you could end up in an organization 
three months down the road thinking, oh my gosh, what did I just do? This company is nothing what I thought it was and it's nothing that I'm even looking for. Now I've got to start the job search process all over again, which is what we don't want to happen. So the bottom line is that identifying top companies will help focus your search and increase your chances of aligning your career goals and providing the best possible work environment. So you're probably thinking, but Jen, with so many companies out there, it can be challenging and I don't even know where to start, which is what I'm going to help you with today. So strategy number one is to start with an industry you're interested in and or an industry you want to make an impact in. So what I want you to do here is think of a funnel. At the top of the funnel is the industry. So we want to start broad just to give you a little bit of focus and then start narrowing down. So I'm going to give you two examples here. So my beloved career changer, Alexis, wanted to enter into the healthcare industry. So obviously, healthcare is a huge industry. So I asked her what type of healthcare she was particularly interested in, and both pediatric care and surgery prep came up for her. So from there, she could do some more digging into pediatric care and surgery prep. Location was a really big consideration because she did want to be in an office. So she can take location into consideration and now have a much more thoughtful and narrow scope for searching for those ideal companies. Another beloved wanted to work in the wellness industry, which is another huge scope. So I asked her if she was more interested in mental wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness. And she was mostly interested in mental wellness, which helped focus and narrow her search. So you start with the industry and then you want to think of one company. So this is where a lot of people get stuck. Like, okay, I have this big industry, but now what? Start with one company or one brand. And this could be something that you love yourself, or it could just be something that you know of that you wanted to look into a little bit more. You just have to start with one. So let's say, for example, I'm going to focus on mental health and I love the Calm app. So I'm going to start there. So I've got a company from a a product or a, a tech product that I love, an app that I love called Calm. Now what you can do is use that to find additional companies. So LinkedIn has a cool feature where you can go ahead and put whatever company in the search bar click enter. And then on the right-hand side, there's a whole column of people also viewed, and it gives you other similar type of companies. So I did this as an example for you. I searched calm and then other companies came up on the right-hand side, like Talkspace, Lyra Health, MindBody. So now I've got calm plus three others in terms of mental health uh, companies that I can continue my search. Then the next thing I did was I searched in Google competitors of Calm. And I got Headspace, Journey Meditation, Metatopia, and Open. So literally, in less than two minutes, I have a list of seven companies that I can use to continue my planning and research. 
So step number one is to identify the industry, then go with one company or brand, do a little bit of digging using LinkedIn and Google and make a list of, you know, seven or 10 companies that you're interested in. Then from there, it's all about research palooza. So this stage has multiple layers to it. But what you want to do is take your list of companies and really dig in to make sure the organization is going to be something that will feel fulfilling for you. So one way to do this, and I like to start with the company's reputation and their culture. And so use social media to your advantage. So I call this strategic scrolling. You're probably going to be on some type of social media any given day for a period of time. So use that to your advantage when you're job searching. A company's social media presence can provide a ton of insight into their values, their image, corporate social responsibility, everything that they have going on in the organization. So check out a company's LinkedIn page, their Twitter, their Facebook, their Instagram. See how they engage with their audience. How do they promote their products or services? And does that resonate with you? I actually had a client who did this and decided against a company because of what they were sharing on social media from a political perspective. So social media can give you a ton of insights into an organization. I love the idea of attending company events. So if an organization is having a career fair or an industry conference or a webinar, you can certainly hop on and learn more about a company's culture or values. These events usually offer opportunities to network and ask questions to get insights on a particular company's culture and their values and their mission. Glassdoor is a great way to read reviews, usually from former employees to understand the work environment, maybe some management styles. I will say that there's a little bit of a disclaimer with Glassdoor. It's kind of like Yelp, where you will probably get extremes of really good experiences and really bad experiences. But for what it's worth, it can bring some data points into your research. The number one way to get insight into a company before you start applying and get into the interview process is to talk to humans that work at the company, either former or current employees, ask about their experiences, ask what they loved about the company, what they didn't love about the company, give examples of what how they live out their values day to day. The best way to do this too is before there's a job at stake. So you're having a very neutral, genuine conversation. There's no pressure for you to sell yourself and the company isn't selling you on a job. And so you can get really good information about an organization and know if it's going to meet your needs. I did talk about this in a previous episode about informational interviews and advice chats. So I'll make sure that I link to that in the show notes. But the best way to gather any kind of culture or reputation information on a company is to talk to the people that work there or that used to work there. So once you've done the research on the culture, then you want to dive into the company financials and their growth potential. So analyze the financial performance and see if the company is growing and whether or not they are profitable. Most companies have an investor relations section on their website, 
And you can access financial reports, annual reports, investor presentations that can give you some good insights. Publicly traded companies must file reports with the SEC or the Securities and Exchange Commission. So you can usually find information there about the financial performance as well. Industry reports can give you a lot of insight into whether or not an industry's future is going to be growing or stagnant or declining. So there's some reputable resources out there um, like Gartner or McKinsey and Company. Another way to research financial performance are business news outlets. So like a Bloomberg or a Wall Street Journal or even a Forbes will provide coverage on a lot of different companies and their financial performance, as well as industry trends and market conditions. Professional associations related to an industry might provide you with access to very specific industry research that will include companies and different reports and analysis. So using these methods, can you can gather more information about a company's financials and growth potential. And as a bonus, it's going to help you prepare for interviews because you're going to have all of this knowledge about the company and the industry that you can showcase when you get into interviews. So once you've dug into the culture and the financial performance, you might consider evaluating the company's leadership team and their executive management team. So research the CEO's background. Look for more information about their experience and their leadership style and their reputation. You could look for interviews or speeches that the CEO has given, which really can provide a lot of insight into their vision and what their priorities are. And then from there, maybe extend that to the executive team. So does the company include experienced leaders from diverse backgrounds? You can also look for signs of stability. So there might be some red flags if you notice frequent turnover in the leadership positions. That can be a red flag that you might take into consideration. You can also check for transparency and accountability. So when you're reviewing the company's leadership and their management, do they have transparent policies? Do they have a commitment to employee well-being and diversity and belonging? So all of these things can be taken into consideration. From there, check into the employee benefits. I always say nobody works for free. So review the company's job postings or their website and understand what their benefits are. So do they offer health care? What type of retirement plan or savings plan? paid time off. All of these things are very important to consider when you're researching top companies. You could also compare the company's benefits to industry benchmarks and determine how competitive their benefits are. Speaking of competition, tip number seven is to actually examine the company's competition. So you want to look at their competitors and do some research around how the company stacks up in terms of market share and product offerings and innovation. And you can do this by reviewing their website. You can do this by digging into their different product offerings. You can do this again by reviewing social media. If you're interested in a product-based company or a consumer goods company, 
Go to the store. Check out the company's product on the shelves of a store. Do they have market share? Or are they tucked away in the bottom right corner, you know, of a shelf? So you can really analyze the market position to see how it performs relative to competitors and gain some very valuable information about the organization. So, so far, we've talked about our research strategies include the company's reputation and culture, their financial growth and potential, evaluating the company's leadership team and their executive management, checking into employee benefits, and examining the company's competition. The last tip that I want to share with you is to pay close attention to the company's hiring process and candidate experience. So if you're still investigating a company, you could talk to someone who was recently hired to understand how their experience was. Or if you're contacted for an interview, I want you to pay close attention. So the hiring process and the candidate experience can provide a lot of insight into a company's culture and their values. So if the process is completely disorganized or unprofessional, it might be an indication that the company does not prioritize a positive employee experience once you're hired. You can check into other red flags such as unprofessional behavior or a lack of communication is a big one throughout the hiring process. You'll know the difference if you're feeling really well supported through a process or if you're the one that's kind of leading the process or it feels really kind of messy. Those are pieces of information to take into consideration of what it might feel like as an employee in that organization. So all of this information will support you in making the most informed decisions about whether or not to pursue a particular company. So now that we talked about strategies and research elements, I want to share some specific business intelligence tools that are out there to help you. So the first one is IBISWorld. So IBISWorld is a database that provides all kinds of industry research and reports for analysis. It's got industry data, trends, forecasts. It's really a great tool. Crunchbase is another platform for startups and private companies. I believe this platform is now paid, but if you're interested in funding data, key employee information, news articles on a startup, Crunchbase is a great tool. Owler is a business intelligent platform that talks about company profiles. It's got a lot of competitor analysis. And there's also some reviews and ratings. So there's some user-generated content there as well. LinkedIn, of course, you can stay up to date with a lot of different industry news and updates through LinkedIn. Google Trends is a tool that you could use to analyze uh, specific topics or keywords. ChatGPT is a hot trend right now. You could try using that for a list of companies that you might not have thought of. I have been personally collecting niche job boards for quite some time now, and I have a whole Airtable with, I don't know, 70 or 80 different niche job boards that I'll add to the show notes as well if that's helpful for you. 
So in summary, the eight different ways that you can use to identify top companies when job searching are number one, begin with an industry you're interested in or how you want to make an impact. From there, create a list of companies. Start with one company and then do a little bit of digging to get your list of seven to 10 companies. From there, it's all about research palooza. So figure out what the company culture is like. Review their financials and growth potential. Dive into the company's leadership team. Understand what their employee benefits are. Learn about the competition and make sure you're evaluating the company based on their hiring process and their candidate experience. That can bring up a lot of red flags potentially, so pay attention. And remember, It's your career. You are the one who will be working for the company. So researching and understanding the company before applying will help you make informed decisions about your career and lead to a more fulfilling job. So do the research, ask the questions, and be proactive in your search. Your career is in your hands, my friends. And by doing your due diligence, you can ensure that you will find a company that's right for you because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. I hope you found this helpful. As always, notes from this episode can be found on the Flourish Careers blog, which is flourish.careers blog. And if you liked what you heard, please consider providing a rating and a review of the show. It helps more people like you find me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time.